This PlayStation 5 was provided by PlayStation for review. What's up, everybody? Welcome to PSI Love You XOXO, episode 44. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the new face of video games, Blessing, Eddie Oye Jr. What's up, Greg? Uh, a lot is up, Blessing. A lot is up, uh, including this episode of PSI Love You XOXO. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, usually we come to you every Tuesday morning. However, this week we held off till Friday because of, drumroll please, a million PlayStation 5 embargoes. Of course, you clicked on this one, whether it be on your uh, podcast feed or your YouTube feed, you know this one is called the PlayStation 5 Review. However, on kindoffunny.com slash PS5, we have a multitude of videos and podcasts for you. We have Spider-Man Miles Morales Review. We have Astro's Playroom Review. We have Greg Miller's Walkthrough of the PlayStation 5. We have Can PT Play on the PlayStation 5. These are all up again. Uh, kindoffunny.com slash PS5. And then spread across, uh, of course, PS I Love You XOXO and your Gamescast podcast feeds. How are you feeling, Blessing? No pressure. This will be the most viewed episode of PS I Love You XOXO oh, ever. God. Don't, don't I, think about it. Clear the mechanism. How, like, how am I feeling about what? The PS5? Life or and here life? we are. You know what I mean. We've I, I don't you feel all bottled up. We've had the PlayStation Five for a week now, or more than a week, right? Yeah, because the first embargo was last week, right? Is that right? Does that check out? Yeah, no, that checks out. No, time is a, is a flat circle, especially uh, this year where like totally everything's yeah, just weird. Out. Yeah, yeah, like this thing. I've seen these same four walls for what feels like the last three months. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been such an interesting couple of weeks with the PS Five because I feel like especially doing shows i can't say anything because i'm 100%. playing i'm playing at any moment what feels like six to eight nine ten different games and i'm like all yeah. right i can talk about this one and a half games over here i can't talk about these <laughs> multiple games over, uh, that i'm playing over here i can't talk about any of like how i'm playing them and, and all this different stuff um and so it's, it's nice to finally be able be able to talk about this thing um and, and even, even like even that to say to put a pin in that for one second with you remember kinda the playstation 5 yeah. review lifts today there are still parts of it that are embargoed obviously as they get geared up to launch this thing for you and on top of that we're only really talking about spider-man and astro we have been playing other things on the PlayStation 5, but outside of backwards compatible things, there's embargoes for those games as well that are operating on different ways. So it's still exactly. a world of redacted reviews and embargoes and things like that. But to finally be able to not worry about saying something incorrect, not even incorrect, uh, embargoed about the PlayStation 5, I feel like is huge weight off our shoulders today as we hit this Friday embargo. And there's all these other videos up. Exactly. And, that, and that's kind of where I'm at, where like, you know, I've been playing a lot of Miles Morales and a lot of uh, Astro's Playroom. I've also been playing a lot, a lot of Redacted, but then also like backwards compatibility stuff, right? I've been playing sure. Ghost of Shima Legends and like other games that I'm finally, I, it feels good to be able to answer questions now that yep. people have been throwing to me repeatedly on Twitter. And I'm, I just have to like ignore them because I'm like, I obviously can't say any of the things you want me to say. 
Um, yeah. So I'm excited to talk to you about all this. And that's why I don't want to waste too much time, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, this is PSI Love You XOXO, your PlayStation podcast. Each and every Tuesday, normally, embargo pending, uh, Blessing and I come to you to nerd out about all things PlayStation. You, of course, can get the show on Patreon.com slash games, where you can write in to be a part of the show, like so many of you did, reading between the lines, when I was like, eventually we'll be able to review this stuff. Can you give us questions? Y'all answered in spades as usual. Thank you. Of course, on Patreon.com slash games, you can get the show ad-free, and you can get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every week usually you can watch it live as we record it on mondays as well but obviously that's not the case with the ps5 embargo if you don't want to give us any money over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games i understand instead you can head to youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com or podcast services around the globe each and every week to get a brand spanking new episode on tuesday uh, no matter where you get the show thank you for your love and support uh, some housekeeping for you what a week for video games as i've already said youtube.com slash kind of funny games currently has the x cast doing the xbox series x review spider-man miles morales review astro's playroom review greg miller's ps5 walkthrough can pt work on a playstation 5 all of that up on youtube.com slash kind of funny games if that wasn't enough of course there's going to be more there's kind of funny games daily coming each and every day with brand new things like that and it is extra life that is right this is if everything worked out friday morning as you watch this saturday is extra life for kind of funny we are raising money for the children's miracle network hospitals uh, specifically for us ucsf benioff hospitals but kind of funny as a team it's both we're streaming 10 a.m to 10 p.m twitch.tv slash kind of funny games our community is streaming before us and raising money for their local hospitals so go to kind of funny.com slash extra life to donate or join up you have all year to do this so you still have a couple months here or a month a month and a half now you can join our team raise money for your local children's hospital but i digress uh, before we get into the show be like our patreon producers blackjack Tom Bach, ALWT Gaming, Kevin is the best Christmas elf, Jeffrey, PPPP Long, Sancho West Gaming, and James Hastings. Of course, they went to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and supported us at the producer level. Our sponsor today is youtube.com slash kind of funny games, but we'll talk about that later. Blessing. Let's start with topic of the show the review of the PlayStation 5. Uh, Mr. Eddie Oye, you have had the PlayStation 5 for two weeks as of this posting. Yes, I have. What do you think of it? Uh, it's the worst console, Greg. I can't <laughs> believe it. I can't believe they, they would put this so thing out. Big? Why is it so big? Uh, no, I've had a great, great time with it. It is, in a lot of ways, an iteration on what mm -hmm. the PS4 is. Like, it is making improvements in all the places where you'd want improvements. You know, you look at the UI, and the UI is snappy and quicker and sleeker in all the ways that you'd want it to be. Uh, the SSD, you know, makes for game, makes for fast loading and all, yeah. all the features that you'd expect out of that. All the things that we've been told over the course of, I guess, the last two years, like all that stuff is accurate. Like the games run faster. The games look slightly better. Ray tracing is cool. Uh, 60 frames per second is cool. And we can get into all those details and how they actually factor into uh, how we act, we've actually played these games. Sure. Um, but overall, like I really like the, 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 iter the iterative stuff, but then also the the places where you do see bigger jumps or creative leaps like the dual sense is probably the biggest example of okay yeah this thing is different from the dual shock like i i to the to, to the extent that i understand why they give it a different name and i've talked about it in our multiple uh uh astrobot content astros playroom content right because that is yeah. the the showcase for the dual sense right now but even playing it on other games like it is very apparent how cool and how like there, there was a, a blog post that went up 
today from the the folks at is it Digital Visions, the folks who are behind Warframe, uh, and I actually have it here that I, I'm, I'm going to bring up it off the bat. Um, it's I it was like Digital Extremes. Digital Extremes. I don't know where I got. Yeah, I yeah. think where did I get Visions from? There's like another developer or something with Visions in it. Various um, Visions, Digital Extremes. I'm correct. Th- yeah. Yes. I think that's. I think that's the thing I did. Uh, I conflated those two. But yeah, Digital Extremes. They put out their blog post the, uh, yesterday. I guess two days ago. No, yesterday is the time you're listening to this. Uh, where they talk about how Warframe is getting a PS5 update, and they they cite uh, 4K resolution at 60 FPS, significantly shorter load times, 11 seconds instead of 42 uh, 42 seconds for like a load. Uh, dynamic lighting that follows the natural direction and strength of any given light source in the environment, which is cool. Sharper textures, crossplay between PS4, PS5, progress that carries over into next gen, use of the adaptive triggers on the PS5 controller for shooting, and sometime down the road, haptic feedback to make different planetary biomes feel unique and those mm-hmm. last two points are the ones mm-hmm. that i kind of want to point out because i talked about this a little bit on games daily yesterday but i i first for so many of the stories i've been coming out on ps5 i've not really felt like i've been able to elaborate as much as i can because of embargoes and whatnot sure um, and i don't want to like accidentally step on one and so like now that i can actually talk about it freely outside of just astro's playroom the idea that a game is going to be able to to uh down the road or at least warframe for, warframe for example right the the idea that they're citing uh, down the road haptic feedback to make different planetary biomes feel unique. That's something that I'm really excited about, even though I think on the surface it, it comes off as gimmicky and comes off as, all right, how exciting is this going to be years down the line? At least for right now, I look at that and I'm like, that sounds really awesome because just from the games I've played using the the uh, adaptive triggers and using the haptic feedback, that stuff really comes through. Like in Astrobot, there are moments where like I I feel wind coming from the right, and I feel totally. uh, like a different uh, uh, source of haptic feedback coming from the left, and at the same time, I still feel Astro's feet as he's running through, and I can feel all that stuff because the the haptic feedback in the controller is so accurate and so cool. Um, stuff like that, I'm really excited about, and stuff like that has me really um, happy with where the PS5 is at and where it's gonna go in the future. Yeah. The dual sense, and I know we're going to talk about the console for an hour or two here, so don't worry about it. But dual sense to piggyback off what you're saying, I think, especially coming off of Astro and of course Spider Man, which we're playing, but let's talk about Astro, how upfront it is. And as we talked in our review about Astro, right, of the raindrops on it, the falling into the clay and, you know, picking up your muddy feet and how that feels. I feel it is easy to look past how important that is when you're taking in the sum of the parts, if that makes sense, where you're watching it, you're deciding what you're going to do. Your controller's rumbling. Sure. But there's music coming off of your soundbar, your headset. There's something coming out of the speaker, so on and so forth. Today, I was doing some last second capture of Spider-Man Miles Morales and I was doing it at my setup here. So I actually had the game muted and was just doing what I needed to on the controller. And having far fewer distractions all of a sudden really made it like what you're talking about feel when it would rumble just in my right hand or just in my left hand as i web swung around or i fought somebody like that and that's that thing of like oh like astro is so in your face about it that i think it's weird to then transition to other games that are using it very well but are doing it in a way that is just immersing you in the experience yes and i don't and i think you know i think i like many people probably, especially for myself, maybe wrote off more of this as marketing bullshit when they were talking, when they were talking about haptic feedback and adaptive triggers. And it was that thing of like, well, wait a second, I know the Xbox triggers rumble and there's been rumbling controllers forever and yada, yada, yada. 
to then be using the controller and see these examples i think that is really the proof in the pudding but even then it is this thing that after you play with it for i don't know an hour 15 minutes whatever it's going to be in a game and you, you kind of just slide in and then that already becomes the experience and becomes the norm i'm going to be fascinated when i do switch off of playing something on ps5 and play it on xbox or for some reason if I go back and play something on playstation 4 and feel the differences there and that leads me to a question that was submitted at patreon.com slash kind of funny games from aj hi greg and bless i've read all the reviews and watched all the videos about the dual sense and i'm really excited to try it out now that you've gotten the chance to use the dual sense with third-party games do you guys still think the haptic feedback and adaptive triggers are still game changers the press has been gushing about What's important, of course, AJ, is that we are not allowed to talk about any third-party games, whether yeah. we've played them or not, or are currently in the middle of their campaigns or anything like that. What I can tell you is that I think it's interesting to see what you're talking about, Bless, and what you just brought up, right? To see Digital Extreme say they are going to put this stuff in there. That is a huge boon to show that, yes, people are going to support this. I would imagine, yeah, you're big budget AAA. It's across everything. You know, your Ubisoft games, your EA games. I don't know how much they're going to tinker with it, but something that is more dialed into a fan base and an audience and can maybe see that, oh, well, we have such a PlayStation audience there. Of course, we should do more with it. I know No Man's Sky has come out and said something similar, right, with their PlayStation 5 version or next-gen version. Um, I will be fascinated to see because when it's when it's done the way it's done with Sony First Party, it is a different ball of wax. Yes, and I I think third-party developers we will use it enough like i don't think every third-party developer is going to use it obviously because porting stuff takes work and like the more you can cut down on that the easier it is probably to port your game sure but i think when you that, that was one of my main fears when it came to the ways in which the dual sense and a lot of the a lot of uh ps5 features in general are just different from every other platform like yeah. if i'm putting out a game on uh xbox pc and switch then why would I why would I uh, add game help in there? Why would I add the cards and activity stuff in there? Why would I add specific dual sense functionality in there when that's just going to add way more work just to make this makes this thing work on this one platform? That said, I feel like the stuff dual sense at least I think the features that are available on the dual sense are so enticing that developers might really want to try that stuff out like especially in in the case of miles morales when you're swinging uh there's a certain tension at the end of the press for the for the right trigger that you feel that you kind of have to push in through to actually swing all the way that's not something that like you have to like program from scene to scene right like that is a that is a thing you set just for swinging and like th it's like that the whole game and like you can go into your playstation settings and turn that off turn that off and stuff but for that game that's just the way it is I can I can see plenty of scenarios where devs are devs are like, oh cool, okay, we can do this trigger stuff. Let's just set it so that when you're using your, and the, I know the bow and arrow is the go-to example, but when you're using the bow and arrow weapon, <laughs> the classic example for the dual yeah. set. Like whenever whenever you're using your bow and arrow rep weapon, you have you have that tension, and like that's not something that's something that you can. I'm not going to try and like guess how long it takes to implement that, but that's something we let's just say that's something you can implement and. You know, just have, have have that go, and not not be not have it be a thing of, um, like a D Detroit Become Human, for example, where sure. uh, I feel like Quantic Dream games, uh, from scene to scene, you'll you'll see different ways in which they try to implement a dual shot controller, implement certain features, right? Whether it is the motion or um, or even in Until Dawn, right? The hold your controller the gyroscope, still, gyroscope, the gyroscope yeah. stuff, yeah, like hold your controller still so you don't get 
eaten up by whatever the monster is. I I think you'll Wind see Dagos, more. Please show some respect. I didn't want to spoil the game, Greg. And so there you go. <laughs> you, you just spoiled it. Hold on. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think you'll see more subtle ways and more natural ways that people implement that stuff. And even the war, the warframe example is, I think, a bigger example of how a dev seems to want to implement implement sure. it. And I think even that alone is impressive and above and beyond what I would have expected. Like the idea of having different feeling textures for different biomes. That's super cool. Um, I think the dual sense is going to make people gonna gonna make certain devs get really creative with it but at the very least allow for whatever dev to be like all right yeah let's just add this specific thing just for just for this uh this mechanic you figure if it goes the same way it went uh with something like final fantasy 7 remake right like we're already seeing with something like bug snacks where playstation is saying hey we are making these deals with these not first parties but third parties but you're going to make your game and it's going to be console exclusive uh godfall being an example right like you assume that they're also meeting them and saying cool what do you think you can put, what can you do with the dual sense? And obviously they're doing that right now at launch because obviously this is one of the few new bells and whistles to really try to turn heads and put yourself apart from the Xbox Series X. But again, if PlayStation finds a modicum of success like they have found with the PlayStation 4 and they keep making those deals, I think you'll keep seeing people say, okay, cool, how can we make our game better on PlayStation? What is this thing? And if it is something that, yeah, is the immersive uh, triggers or however you want to use the haptics, I think that's an interesting way to do it. Yeah. Uh, while we're here, I'm saying on dual sense. Does that work for you? You guys? Oh yeah, that works. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Warren wrote into Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games, just like you can. It says, "How is the dual sense battery life compared to the DualShock 4? Even with the revised controller that came with the PS4 Pro, I barely got a day out of it. How fast is the charging? Well, I get more than a few hours use if I plug it in while I let my dogs outside for 15 to 20 minutes. Does the charging dock charge as fast as the USB-C port in the front? A lot of questions from Warren. A lot of questions. Well, how much, how much of those, or how many of those do you think you can answer accurately, busting out of Junior? Uh, as far as like battery life between the DualShock Four and the DualSense, I, I feel like the DualSense lasts slightly longer, but I feel like I'm a bad judge because I'm comparing my DualShock Four that I've had for uh seven years to yeah. a DualSense that I've had for two weeks, and so I wouldn't be surprised if. Over time, the DualSense battery life kind of shortens and uh, becomes comparable to the PS4 controller battery life. As of now, like it doesn't seem to be a huge step up in in terms of uh, uh, like how long these these things take to die. For for me personally, I am a cycling one one on one off with my DualShock Force. So what it would be is that you know I'd play a little bit at night or whatever. Then Jen goes to bed and I play for hours on end. And then I would at the end of that constantly have to put my I'd put one on the charging dock and take one off for the next day. And with the Dual Sense, I haven't run into that. I have the charging dock over next to my couch, so I have been putting them there. But I feel like I'm getting more than two nights out of them maybe on the second night charging it but for the most part yeah. i've been trying to run that and the the uh, headset i've been trying to actually wear the batteries down and see so i don't have the warren i'm i mean i'm sure these exist right now obviously with the embargo up that there's a million out of there i don't have the hard stats for you or numbers for you what i can say is that i'm not having an issue with it like i was in my dual shocks where I, I was running out of it the dual sense isn't doing that for me even right now i've been going hard with it today and i didn't I didn't charge it last night. I did play with it last night. And I have two pings of battery according to the PlayStation 5. So mm. that's there. And yeah, it's the USB-C, which obviously charges quicker than regular USBs. With the charging dock and stuff, again, I'm not see I have two of them ready to go, but 
I haven't sat there to do the actual math and see how fast it goes. What I have can say is that I'm happy with the battery performance I'm getting out of it. I don't know if it's yeah, long, how much more I'm getting out of it, how much longer I'm getting out of it. It's not a bright controller. You know, it, it was always the thing with uh, DualShock 4 where it was we thought the battery or the uh, light bar led to light so bar. much battery bleed or whatever. And like, you just don't get that here. Like, this is turned on right now on the home screen and you have the mic mute button lit up and then just the player one light lit up, ready to go, ready to play whatever. But yeah, I, I've been happy with the DualSense battery life, but I haven't put it through those paces as to actually sit here and tell you what it is. I can say yeah. it's better than the DualShock 4, which is what I wanted. Yeah, the DualShock 4 for me always felt like it was slightly uh too little battery life and sure. like with me saying the dual sense feels like it's slightly uh it has slightly more battery life that that is about enough for me like I, I am pretty good with where it's at uh i haven't charged it since yesterday and i probably played four hours of my ps5 between yesterday and today and yep. i'm at i'm still at two pings about battery life and so like there you go with with that like it it, it it's it's lasting pretty well uh, as far yeah. as like playing it in the first few weeks. And so I'm happy with it in terms of how fast it charges. I couldn't, I've not really been measuring that. Like usually I'll, I'll leave it on the, on the charging dock or plug it in USB-C and like leave it alone and come back to it later. And I've not really, I've not really measured it. Uh, I assume it charges faster because of USB-C at the very least. I like plugging in the USB-C uh, port way better than my, uh, the micro USB. Or what the hell? Yeah, Why like, doesn't it go? Yeah. Yeah, like at a certain point, I think one of my USB C or not USB C, one of my micro USB cables like got a little bit bent, and so I would have to like plug it in a certain way. And the USB C is just a way better experience in terms of you don't have to think about about it when you're plugging in, and also like it's not like in a weird position the way I feel like the PS4 controller was in, like a little bit like the PS4 controller was at like the bottom. Uh, I wish I had like mine laying around here somewhere, but you know what I mean. Where actually. This Got it right there. Yeah, you're talking about the very, very yeah. It's like at the very, very bottom. And if you there. look, if I like focus, you could probably see the place. Like you can probably see the scratches on my PS4. All the times uh, you missed DualShock 4. All the times that I've, I've missed that thing. Um, yeah. No, I I I, I like the the USB C port there. Um, but yeah, have you have you measured charging at all, or does it seem like it charges no. fast to you? No, no. I mean, it's it's yeah. Sadly, I haven't because again, I'm not that kind of person. I have it, it charges yeah. and it holds the charge for me. What's what I want? Again, you're lucky. Obviously, there's a million reviews up right now, and I'm sure you have all those specs and stuff being run down by Engadget and everybody else to run you through how long it lasts to them. I can only tell you, yeah. As in my normal, I I you know I introduced the PlayStation Five two weeks ago into as my primary console and that's what my i've been using it the same way i use my playstation 4 and using it that way i'm thrilled with the controller and i think that you know to start back at the top where we started with you bless like you know what do i think of it like i'm thrilled with the playstation 5 it's exactly what you're talking about it is an iteration of the playstation 4 like i came in put it down there and you know as somebody who's used playstation as their primary platform since i you know got playstation 2 right well since i sold my n64 and got a playstation 1 like the thing about it for me and coming off of the PlayStation 4 is that it is just so fast by comparison. And that's what I wanted. That's what drives me crazy about my PlayStation 4 of trying to go sync my trophies and you know having the UI wig out as I get up there, having to load a game and taking forever. Like That is not what's happening with the PlayStation 5. The menus are snappy. They are quick. The interfaces are easy to get through. Like It is running the way I would dream a next-gen console would run. And it is it, it yeah. is providing the next-gen version of the PlayStation platform. And 
there are a number of things I think I want changed or different. And you know, you'll see as we go and answer questions and stuff like that. But in terms of the broad strokes of what I wanted from the PlayStation 5, this is hitting it. This is accomplishing it. It is fast. It it syncs trophies quickly. Uh, it counts my game clock now on ever, all my games. Oh, or my God. To show how long yeah. I've been going. Like, I, you know, for me, it's always like, you know, when you used to go on a PlayStation 4 and compare trophies to a friend, right? I don't know if you ever did that because not many people do, but it is such an arduous task of trying to get that to load up, especially when you're us and we have a gajillion games for it to compare. Like, as I did in my uh, UI video, you can catch on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, you know, to jump in and immediately jump to Simon Cardi and look at his trophies and have them all populate like in two seconds. Perfect. To be able to click through everything and go through my notifications and parties and have it all work. Great. Yeah. Like, that's super exciting and, because that's stuff that you assume too is like partly on the server side. And so for the fact that like that stuff is populating pretty quickly, uh, that wasn't like a for sure thing. Like we've talked about it before on the show, like, all right, what do we actually expect in terms of how stuff populates on the UI? And especially like, do we expect to see improvement if that stuff is server side? And thankfully, like, yeah, there is improvement on here. And then, you know, the other big one and granted it's a brand new console. You should hope this and they've promoted it as such, but to let to say it right, like it's silent. Like, you can't tell that it's on. And I know that, like, I, some of this I'm sure for, especially the PC crowd, is such, like, the how low is the bar or whatever. But in, from somebody coming from a PlayStation 4 Pro that could sound like a goddamn jet engine playing Avengers, to have a console that is just whisper quiet and actually when I move through the menus moves as quickly as I want it to move is perfect. And that's what I'm yeah. looking for. Uh, it's funny you brought up the N64 earlier because when it when when whenever the uh you know this is how fast the the games load in like conversation starts i always think of well i had a n64 back when i was a kid and there was no yeah. loading on that thing and that yeah, thing was yeah, yeah. instant and like it does feel like this weird uh coming around full circle kind of moment but having uh, be, ha, be playing on the ps5 and having that experience of loading into a game like spider-man miles morales and, and having it take two seconds from the uh choose your loads screen to like actually being in the city yeah. is mind-blowing and even the fast traveling having it take two seconds to tra fast travel from one side of the map to the other side of the map mind-blowing insane and really yeah cool. and that's I, this is something we brought up on the spider-man miles morales review but i wanted to bring it in here to shane had written to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and said gressing could you find Jets please lay out the loading time comparisons? Can we boot the old PS4 Spider-Man next to Miles Morales and see how fast we're web-slinging? I think all of the next generation stuff, uh, I think of all the next-gen stuff I'm excited about, the loading is tip-top next to that controller. Uh, what I had said on the Spider-Man review and we'll echo here is that there's no need to do that because the PlayStation 5 loading is so ridiculously fast for Miles Morales. It is 18 seconds from your the game selection, whatever you want to call it, from where you hit the play button, the game is completely off and you hit play. It is 18 seconds to going through, picking your save, like you're talking about blessing and then being in New York. And then as we also said, and you, you know, you showcased yesterday while we were live, not the footage of it, but walking us through it. When you fast travel, right? It is instantaneously. You choose to fast travel and then you walk out of the subway. You're there. That's how quickly this whole thing works. Yeah. And obviously that is exactly what I want out of uh, the next gen systems and what I want out of the PlayStation five. And as I want to it, I think it does lead personally for me to the first big con of the PlayStation five. And this is compared strictly to the Xbox series X. And it's the facts fact that there is no quick resume on PlayStation five. Mm. There is on Xbox series X. You can have multiple games open. You can open another one, then come back to where you left off and go. The argument I think 
that you can make if you want to, of course, is if games are loading in 18 seconds to get me in, who the fuck cares? But that very much applies to Miles Morales optimized for PlayStation 5, right? What are we going to see when you, we are talking about third-party games that are coming from a million different things? And there are the splash screens and the warnings and the logos and everything else that are going to be those barriers to entry to get you going into it. And even like one of the, to drive home this point right for me is like right now on PlayStation 5, and I, I play other games, I swear, but for the arguments that I'm using today, uh, Avengers, right? Avengers from hitting play on PlayStation 5 to actually playing the game is a minute 35, which if you've ever played Avengers, ladies and gentlemen, is great. PlayStation 4, it's like three minutes from what I just described. So we've shaved off a bunch of time there. But over on Xbox, where I tried it on my Xbox Series X, right, it's a minute. It's like a minute-ish. Like it's There's a 30-second, 40-second plus on the PlayStation side. So for this argument of what I'm making of like, sure, 30 seconds, who cares? But to be considered in this quick resume conversation, it's like, well... It was, you know, I was playing a different game, Redacted, last night, and Jen wanted me to go check something in uh, Bug Snacks, which I'm playing, I guess I can say now. Where, where it's like, and I'm like, oh, sure. But it was like, I was in the middle of doing whatever I was doing in a Redacted game, and I was like, whatever, quit out, did the two, the two second test needed in Bug Snacks, and then came back in, right? And then I had to sit through the screens to load up the game and go. And again, it's all moving quickly. This isn't, you know, I'm going to go make a sandwich while this happens. And so I literally, this is a princess in the pea first world problems thing but you're listening yeah. to a podcast comparing next gen consoles so it is a first world problem thing well, of yeah damn there's even a thing on the playstation quick access bar called switcher which made us all hope and think that there was going to be you know and, uh, and that's resume. i'm still holding out hope that quick resume comes in some sort of update down down the road because i yeah. am looking i'm literally looking at the switcher menu right now and yeah. it is like when you open when you press the the playstation bun, uh, button once right it brings up that bottom menu that i can never remember the name of and if you go to Switcher, open it up, and you look, you look through it, right? It has active, recent games, and and then recent media apps, right? And it's like, I the PS4 the way it works right now, the you can have a media app active while playing a game, and so mm-hmm. like maybe it is for that. Who knows? But part of me holds out hope that like that active bar could have multiple games in there. I feel like it would make sense for the way that it looks and it's designed. And the, part of this is like. Um, when super when uh, mario maker 2 came out and it had that uh the bar under like other game styles it could be that kind of thing where it's like the other game styles just never came but (laughs) (laughs) i am holding out hope that it it, that that feature comes down the line because it is a bummer like i am pretty upset that there is no quick resume feature because like part of me is hoping that all right maybe they're just not talking about it but it is a thing that's there and then yeah like the the closer and closer we get to launch the uh, the more evident it is that oh yeah this may not just be a feature and you know we talk about what is the what is the actual use case for it right like are you really playing three different games at the same time and sometimes the answer is yeah like sometimes i am like bounce between multiple games but then also for me i'm a person that really likes to play uh overwatch with friends apex yeah. legends with friends uh you know sometimes somebody will, will hit me up to, to boot up fortnite uh or whatever the multiplayer game may be or sometimes i like to just dip into dreams and the idea that i can be playing through the campaign of let's say the last is part two be like halfway through a chapter uh somebody texts me and be like hey you want to play you want to run a few games mm-hmm. of overwatch mm-hmm. and then i can jump out and then play and then come back and be exactly where i left off that's such a valuable feature that i'm actually pretty surprised that they don't have 
they don't have here and they haven't talked about at all. And I and part of me hopes that it's a hey, it's bad news. Let's just not talk about how it's coming out I definitely down the line. What it is. Um, my but, hope would be that we look. Yeah. I would love it if we look foolish, where they yes. have some kind of messaging out by the time this episode goes live. Because yes, the switcher function on the quick access menu is so weird and nonsensical because it shows recent games. So it's it's like you know, oh, there's Sp- Spider Man and there's Astro. Like they're both right there. But then switching over, you're loading from the start. So like, who fucking cares? Like, why wouldn't I just go back to my main? And like, yeah, different apps being in there or whatever. Okay, sure, that's a different ball of wax. But like. I, I'm right there with you of how many times have I hit, have we been playing Avengers and we hit up Tam. Hey, you want to play with us? He's like, yeah, let me finish this one thing I'm doing in Persona or Bloodborne or whatever the hell he's playing, right? And it's like, it'd be so much easier to be like, oh yeah, sure. And you hit the button and you switch over and you let that game keep running in, this, in the way you can do Xbox, which I think is a superior move on their front. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really hope that that comes through. And well, was it, correct me if I'm wrong, the uh, rest mode for PS4 that had games active but that was a later update right like that's the thing that they added in later where you could you could put your ps4 on rest mode and still have your games be in that same state was it later was it not yeah you're right it was you know what you're right because i remember Mm -hmm. thinking it was always around and i remember andrea made a comment because she hadn't ever seen the update and so like It's it's not unheard of in that case, oh, if no, I'm right about that, yeah, that they would yeah, do, yeah, yeah. add something like that, like a feature that feels that big and that substantial uh, later down the line of a console. I'm looking around. I want to get some, you know, hold on. Looks like. Do that study. March 15th, I'm on a Sammy Barker article that's a guide on Push Square. Arguably the most anticipated new feature in the PlayStation 4 firmware update version 2.5 is the ability to suspend, suspend, resume your game in rest mode, Mm. meaning that you can put your console in a low power state without ever needing to close the application. So there you go, bless. Yeah. Uh, March. There you go. 2015. So yeah. That was 2015? Yeah. Dang, dude. That's wild that it took that long, but thankful that they got there <laughs> i mean that's the thing about like any of this stuff where you look back and you, these features that i think i t- we all take for granted and you're like wait they haven't been around forever ever they haven't been around since the start and so that is a thing here where how much of this are they building for the future you know one of the things again talking about this quick menu at the bottom i like it a lot i don't know we i, I think it's actually really useful I, i'm a big fan of yeah. it but there are a few things like when you hit options button you can select what you actually want down there right and again, we're dealing with pre-release uh, hardware on a pre-release server, maybe but even by the time when you get to you know, November 12th, everything's different. But of the things you can click on, game base is one of them, which is your parties and your friends all in one area or whatever, which I'd rather just be friends personally, but I'm being, again, I agree. in the PA. I can, I can go past all the stupid parties. Uh, but then they have uh, one you can enable for broadcast, you can enable for accessibility, enable for network. They have the VR logo there. You can enable it, right? You can enable your uploads and downloads and then sound mic. uh, And then all the way to the side, they have the friend icon, but it's not, or maybe even profile icon because it's the smiley face. So maybe that's just me. For me right now, it's the idea of being so obsessed with trophies that I have to click out then, you know, of the game, go to the home screen, home screen, go over to my profile, go to my trophies that way rather than, or no, I'm sorry. That's not right. I'm just bitching about friends list because what it is, the profile. Okay, so yeah, here's the deal. Let me let me w- rewind here to explain it. And I can't. I'm not showing it to you, which is also so annoying, right? Is that the profile is always locked? I want to lock just friends to it. I don't want to lock game base. Is my complaint because I don't. I, I don't see. like that. That's my one complaint right now. Is that game base game base starts with recent parties, and I have to scroll through all those to get to my online friends. Yeah, that makes sense. 
So, yeah, no, because to, be, to be clear, right, you go to game, game base is essentially where your uh, like parties, messages, online friends, all that stuff lives. And I'm with you that I'm not I'm not a big fan of how it is right now because it does feel like a man. It'd be nice if I could go to one of these things with just the button press as opposed to scrolling through it and having to go to the bottom to actually get to my friends list. Yeah, and it's the same thing for me with trophies, where I have the profile set that I can I can yeah. click on my profile, but then it's another menu of online status, pro- profile, trophies, switch user, log out. I'd prefer to just have trophies all set right there that I can click on them and have that ready to go. But again, Princess and the P stuff like this is still working way quicker and it's i don't have the problem i had on playstation 4 where i'd hit the playstation button go back to the game screen go up start going to my trophies get pulled back to the game for no reason whatsoever and have to fight the playstation 4 the entire way as i went with it how do you feel about trophies overall though like they've made some big improvements they did yeah no i'm uh very happy with trophies overall you know the new icons are growing on me i don't know if you noticed these trophies are taller than they used to be they're stem- oh are they little, their little stems have grown up yeah it's something i wow. forgot about in the uh i have the, tr- the video up of me getting my first trophy in astrobot on playstation 5 and running through that but overall the what i miss right now is when you go into trophies when you like i'm on my trophies right now i'm looking at my astrobot platinum when i click on it right and then click on it again to get into layout they lay it out horizontally now to scroll that way and they everything has an icon on it i miss the yes. just list of it i wish i could go back to the list because like while this is more visually appealing right now with a completed trophy list when i was working on astrobots platinum it was like a, hold on i start it game default is what you it's set to instead you have to hit square you go to not earned okay then you have them laid out that way and then it's like one by one going through some of the text is getting cut off so you have to click on it then it's same thing of clicking on it like when it's a hidden one now it'll be hidden you click on it, it brings up the information screen, and then you, on top of that, you have to hit options button, and then you have to say share, uh, or I'm sorry, show the hidden trophy information rather than what it was before, which was just click on it and then hit uh, square right away to show your information. These are all little things, obviously, but this is a show about the little things of PlayStation 5. Um, yeah. I would love to see that given more options. And I think that's got to be coming in some way because what I love about the PlayStation 5 is from the beginning you can go watch my ui or the walkthrough video that i did the video is me literally turning on my playstation for the first time then i switch it over to uh, a direct feed and then i set up my playstation 5 for the first time and inside the options they've given you right of like do you want to default to being inverted all the time do you want to default to every game will have subtitles on like they've put in these things and even right now with what i'm talking about of the the game bar at the bottom right of like when you hit options on that you can customize certain elements of what you want to show on there like clearly they understand giving you this base playstation ecosystem and uh, world or system or console to build off of and then letting you make it your own and so like i want the ability and i know it sounds silly but they've gone so far already to say all right cool when I click on a trophy list, I immediately want it sorted, not by game default. I want it set to be set by what I haven't earned. I want it to be in rather than the icon layout into a list layout. You know what I mean? Like those are things that I would think would be easy enough fixes. And if enough people want the same thing, you'd hear that go around and make that happen. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Uh, I, I find trophy. I, I kind of understand why they went about it this way because it, one, it looks it looks sleeker and it fits within the UI design, but then also like the they you you get some of the oh actually I'm looking at cards. I'm not even looking at trophies. Um cards are it, very similar though, right? Where it's like yeah. 
the cards are there. And like right now I have uh, my friend who's joinable in a party, uh, my official news in the, from the Explore tab, and then my recent screenshot. It's like, cool, options button on all that. I can't fuck around with that because like a lot of that shit I don't want. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't no, know. Like, exactly. There's got to be a way to lay that out differently, right? Yeah, is that, is that that exact thing. But yeah, looking at the trophies, right? It is like silver trophy, name of the trophy, and then the description right under that, which is pretty nice because it wouldn't... And I've I, it's been weird playing on the PS5 for like the last two weeks and not playing on the PS4 because now the sure. PS4 is just foreign to me. Did you have yeah. to click in on trophies to actually see the description or was it right there for you? No, it would be on the list. I mean, sometimes uh, okay. it would be hidden, but it would be there and then it would scroll by. I, gotcha, and that's gotcha, the gotcha. thing about it where it's like, these are all growing pains or whatever. Right now I'm hanging out on an Astro's Playroom. I'm on my Platinum Trophy. And what's scrolling is the title of the trophy, not the description. So it's going, so like it's cutting off. Mm. You've only done everything, right? So it's like you've only done every, and then it scrolls by to say thing, right? But underneath it, it says found all trophies in Astro. Yeah. It's like that feels like it's found all, found all trophies in Astro's playroom. But like if that was a trophy you didn't know, right? Like wouldn't you want that to scroll by? Wouldn't that be the more important thing to scroll by? <laughs> yeah. Wait, how do I get what you want me to get or whatever? That definitely feel, feels like, uh, like a messed up that they're doing it this way as opposed to just like the, the regular uh, but see, like I, horizontal ones misstep sure but i think even to say that makes it sound more harsh as a trophy mm-hmm. fanatic i'm thrilled that they put this much love into it you know what i mean like it's the thing uh again i the video i put up of me getting my first trophy right like the it's uh, uh, by the way uh kind of funny.com slash ps5 but the idea about it and what makes it neat is the hey you know what when you pop this trophy uh it and it saves the video clip of it it gives an overlay to it describing what's going on right it shows that it was the platinum it's or whatever it is it shows that it's you know the bronze it says what it is and then it shows you getting it like they understand the importance of trophies and they've done something with it and i think seeing a more dedicated hey we we really dig what's going on with trophies right and the uh new icons for as you move up through the scales right like it, it i think they're putting more importance into trophies and obviously mm-hmm. there's so much going on right now at the launch of playstation 5 uh i can understand why it's not the forefront of what they need to do but i'm still happy to see them doing yeah it. but yeah i think that them brings us to cards because like cards are one of the main new features that they showed off in that sure. ui video from weeks ago and those kind of those integrate like trophies and activities and all these different things into the i guess i'll just call it the playstation menu right the menu that pops up when you press the playstation button uh and like i i'm still unsold on cards as a feature like i think there have been certain situations where they have been helpful uh specifically the game help stuff has helped me out uh in in certain cases in certain games in ways that i what game would that be blessing i'll talk about it later (laughs) i'm the same thing where i was like fuck i'm like i don't think i've used a card in any of the games i'm allowed to talk about but i've used them in the games i can't talk about all right yeah Yeah, but like the game help stuff surprisingly has been helpful uh a bit i'm still i'm still iffy on like how necessary was this to implement but like Demon Souls, there was an article that went up uh, about how Demon Souls is going to have like, I think they said like 180 game help videos or whatever. Uh, a lot. I'm just going to say a lot. I think the number was like around there though. Uh, and again, if you haven't, if you don't know what we're talking about, because I understand many of you are audio listeners and obviously we're not putting visuals up for this either. But remember from the PlayStation uh, walkthrough Sid did where it was playing the Sackboy's Adventure and being like, oh, it says that I need to get this. So I hit the PlayStation button and the cards pop up and this is the task I'm on. And you click it and you can ask, it'll give you game help and show the video of what you need to do or where you need to go do the thing. Yes. And so I have an article here from Eurogamer, right? Demon Souls on PS5 has over 180 game help videos uh and 
like that for me is might be the thing that actually gets me into demon souls because like playing <laughs> playing bloodborne uh, i know everybody like everybody tells me hey bless you know finish bloodborne get back to bloodborne you know you're 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 into it like you 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 made enough progress like keep going uh and like the thing that like the thing that makes me but the, the thing that that pauses my progress in a game like Blood, bloodborne is the fact that everything in that game is so mysterious and so by design like uh uh amorphous and unexplanatory that like sure at a certain point i'm just like i don't want to look up guides every single time i get stuck in this game or i don't know where to go or i don't know how to defeat an enemy and so the fact that that in demon souls like they're gonna have that many game help stuff there that might be a that that might be the thing that actually gets me through the game and so God like in forbid that sense, you support janet garcia and read a guide at ign.com it has to be spoon fed to you here back in I mean, my day when i was looking for trophies all right you think they didn't even list the nate drake ones you had to look through it and have a little checklist and write down your own notes i'm i'm supporting big uh big playstation yeah big playstation no, that's the thing about it where that sounds awesome and i hope games do it and the game i have used it in it was helpful but the question becomes are third parties going to use this at all like you know what i mean like uh is far cry 6 going to actually have this stuff in there that only works on playstation probably not they're pro and Mm. and like is that's not the end of the world but it does become this balancing act of if most games aren't using it only playstation first party stuff is or for PlayStation exclusive stuff is, you know, like what it, what is the future of that? Is it something? Cause like I, it, there's also certain games I would never really feel like I would use it in. I don't know. Like, I don't feel like I would be playing last of us part three and be yeah. like, Oh man, I know Ellie needs to get in there. What do I need to do? But I guess maybe I would, if I was trophy hunting, it's a weird thing. It's one of those nice additions. And when it works really well, it works really well. But then like in the demo of Sackboy, it's literally like, I forget, find the ball of yarn or whatever. And it's like, the video is just like, it's there. Look up. Like it's like, are they going to be that stupid? Or are they going to actually be helpful? Of like, hey, you're you're we you, we can tell that you're stuck at this very specific thing. This is what you need to do. Yeah, and I'm right there with you. Where like I'm, I've been thinking of the the catalog of first party PlayStation games or PlayStation adjacent like PlayStation associated games that I think I would use game help with. And aside from like, aside from Demon Souls. You know, like I'm not going to use it for Ratchet and Clank. I'm not going to use it for God of War. I'm not going to use it for Horizon. Like even even to for the Last of Us Part Two trophy example. Like, would that game help even be in there? Like, I can't if it's a if it's a collect you click on it. And Neil Druckmann's just like, no, do it yourself. Yeah, well, like I, this that's is a game of... about sacrifice. Learn something. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, if it is like, hey, collect the um uh, which McCollum like the Firefly. Oh, the dog tags. The dog tags, thank you. Like collect the dog tags. Like if it, if you're going for that kind of trophy, I doubt that'll be in game help. I I expect that to be a thing where they're like, no, game help is specifically for like when you get stuck in like a like a main or side mission. We're not going to help. I you just think it becomes like the thing. It comes down to how well you know you know your audience, and then also how much you care about this. Because if it was mm-hmm. that PlayStation signing people and like you have to have twenty game help screens, and it's like ah fuck. Like if you're if the team rolls their eyes at that, then you're gonna get a bunch of shit. That is like the the quest is you know find the fork, and you're like the fork is here. Like is it that or is it going to be like oh you, you want to figure out how to do this crazy move? Let us show you what exactly you need to do. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll have yeah. to feel all that out. I guess. Yeah. Um. 
However, I want to get uh, Joseph Hooper from Seattle involved. He wrote into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, after playing multiple games on the PS5, how much do the new system features add to the passive enjoyment of your gaming sessions? We understand the dual sense is somewhat in your face, is, is a somewhat in your face new change that immediately transforms the way you experience games. But for the UI, the game switching, the store, how useful and improved does the new user experience feel? Leagues more convenient or something that will take some adjusting to with minor benefits? Would you argue that the UX alone is the reason to upgrade to the PlayStation 5? Fun fact, I met Joseph Hooper at a, I want to say a PAX kind of funny community party. Uh, later on, ended up watching the Game Awards at his house. The, uh, the uh, this last one, I think, actually, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, the last game awards I watched at his, at his place. Uh, so what's up, Joseph? In in terms of, would you argue that the UI, the UX alone, is reason to upgrade to a PS5? Uh, I, 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 not alone. No, I think the the UX in combination, yeah, in combination with the launch lineup, in combination with uh, all the features that you're gonna get on the PS5, as far as like 60 FPS and 4K and ray tracing and all that stuff. I think, yeah. Like I playing on the PlayStation Five is uh, I've been I've been the most excited I've been uh, in a while to actually just play video games, no matter the game. The sure. idea that you know, if whenever I get a an email that is like here's a here's a PS Five game for you to play, I'm like, oh, let's freaking go! Because I go. can't wait. I can't wait to play this thing in 60 FPS on my monitor. That like I've been switching back and forth when with playing games right on my PS5 from my monitor to the 4K TV that's out in the living room. The monitor is just a more convenient uh, uh, like situation to play st- stuff in, and so I like playing off this this 1080 monitor. And even on this 1080 monitor, I can still I am I am seeing the benefits of uh, uh like of the system compared to the PS4 in terms of graphics and in terms of capability. Like I have not, and maybe it's just because I'm jumping, I'm essentially making the jump from a base PS4 to PS5. And so I'm not sure. seeing like the PS4 pro improvements. Um, at least like as, as, as often as I've just played on my base PS PS4. And so like playing Miles Morales in, in uh, performance mode and seeing how smooth that game looks. And at the same time, how, how good it looks and how great the textures are on my 1080p monitor has been mind blowing. Like it is beautiful. Like seeing the, the Warframe trailer that came out uh, earlier today, yesterday is the time you're listening to this. Like when you look at the PS4 to PS5 comparison and see that the PS5 actually makes a difference in terms of how good these games look. Yeah. Like that, that for me becomes the reason why I think people should upgrade to the PS5 because it is, it is actually a great like a, a great upgrade. It is not it like the the I the we believe in generations thing, right? Like <clears throat> uh in terms of uh people being like, okay, should I upgrade? Because this seems like it's going to be a iterative iterative thing and I'm playing the same games and whatnot. On the PS5, it does feel like a a jump in experience, at least for me in the games that I've played so far. No, I think you're hundred percent correct. And I'm coming from a PlayStation 4 Pro and a 4K TV and all that jazz. Like I you know, I only you can ever answer the question, uh, Mr. Hooper, if this is reason alone to upgrade to the PlayStation 5. For me, it's do if you think back to when the PlayStation 4 Pro got announced, and Colin and I were both like, Why? Who is this for? What is going on? And because I wanted it to be faster with internals for network and all this jazz, and it was like not doing that exactly. I remember being like, Ugh, like it's still going to be like the PlayStation experience. And granted, it was better, but it still wasn't like, stunning 
this is stunning in the speeds you're getting in the the loading of games uh the ability when you're going through menus the changes you can do it like i or i'm running i just ran an internet connection test right and like i i'm in san francisco i pay through the nose to have great internet and the playstation 4 can never really grab it the right way right like connection speed my download right now is 632 like that's fucking dope and it's it's totally suits my lifestyle of oh i don't need this game now delete it and then re-download it later and go into it and as somebody who's so synonymous with playstation has used it for so long again the fact that i was able to drill into those network features in two seconds and now i'm back to my home screen in two seconds i can't tell you enough of today i did a, a video that you can see uh of course kind of funny.com slash ps5 of can you run pt on a playstation 5 and turning back on the playstation 4 for the first time in two weeks and having to go into the network settings just to switch it from wi-fi to lan or whatever and watching like the thing struggle to go from these blue screens into the other things i was like good lord like yeah. again I'm not saying it's again the worst thing ever and yada yada yada. It's very similar to when earlier this year, right? Holy shit, we started playing a uh, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker and using mm. the PS3 and that interface and be like, oh my god, like we didn't even know how it was back then. But it's yeah. already that thing where I think if just having your PlayStation experience run better and feel better is all you're looking for, then yes. And I think that goes so far into the library is so nice in the fact that you know you just go to your game library right and all the games i own from since starting on playstation 4 are there and the digital ones you know what i'm saying and i can go in there and i can download them and i can play them and they're right there ready to go you know the playstation you can go in there you can sort by newest date you can sort by platform so it is playstation 5 it is playstation 4 like you can get into it and this just be your even if you're not excited about any of the launch lineup, which I would argue against when we're have nothing oh raving God. things to say about Astro and for the most part, Miles. Watch that review. Um like I even if you were just getting this to have your games run better and feel better and look better, I'd be all about it. Yeah. I cannot wait to unplug my PS4 and like put it away for good at this point. Like yeah. and that's gonna happen probably very soon. Um the only thing that would stop it, honestly, is uh one of my bummers because uh, you mentioned your bummer being the um uh actually i forgot what you mentioned it being it was the the quick resume quick resume yeah my bummer uh is memory like storage space mm. the it was announced today as of the time of recording yesterday if you're listening to this tomorrow uh that the ps5 is launching with no supported uh expandable storage and just, just read it here blessing toss it in read the oh, yeah, story from the verge you put in come on this is yeah it's bam we're emerald right kevin say it bam bam, bam. <laughs> kevin there it is thanks <laughs> thank you kevin yeah this comes this comes from the verge sony confirms the ps5 won't support ssd storage expansion at launch sony has confirmed to the verge that you won't be able to expand that blazing fast ssd storage on day one while the PS5 features a dedicated internal slot that can be that can theoretically fit standard stick-shaped M.2 SSDs uh, or M.2, I don't know what, what they call it, uh, and an easy access, easy way to access it, the slot will apparently be disabled out of the box. This quote, quote, this is reserved for a future update. Sony tells The Verge. If you've been playing, if you've been paying close attention to the PS5 news, this won't be a big surprise. PlayStation hardware architect Mark Cerny spent several minutes talking up the SSD storage expansion feature as part of his technical preview back in March. But he also said at the same time that support was likely to be a bit past launch. Quote, it'd be great if that happened by launch, but it's likely to be a bit past it. So please hold off on getting that M 
M.2 or M.2 uh, drive until you hear from us, Cerny said. What's the holdup? As Cerny explained, not all M.2 SSDs are fast enough to keep up with the PS5, thin enough to, to fit in the, SSD, in the SSD bay, or compatible with Sony's I.O. controller. And Sony promised to do compatibility testing late this year to make sure. At the very least, Cerny suggested off-the-shelf SSDs would need to deliver more than 5.5 gigabytes a second of bandwidth over a PCIe Gen 4 connection and not have a giant heatsink so large that they won't fit into the PS5's drive bay. So long story short, no expandable storage, uh, no, no expandable SSD storage at launch, out right? The box, yeah. Out the box, and. That's a bummer to me because the storage space totally. on the on the PS5 currently just doesn't feel like enough. Like I've already hit the cap on my storage really? space, and I, yeah, uh, and that that's me also trying to download the backwards compatible games that I sure. I've wanted to play either with friends or just in general, right? And so like I downloaded Ghost of Tsushima because of of Legends and like sure. Genshin Impact because I wanted to uh, give that a shot because I figured it'd probably run better on PS5 than on PS4. Um, and yeah, like I hit that cap and I was like shoot man this sucks uh and i know that like i assume I've, I've actually not looked into this but and maybe you can actually tell me better i can use my regular uh uh disk drive or not disk drive hard drive uh as expandable storage i can't play off of it but i can use it to store games and transfer back and forth so you're talking about an external hard drive connected usb to your playstation 5. yes to my ps5 you can you can store playstation 5 games on them and move them back and forth or or in addition to you can store playstation 4 games on it backwards compatible and play them off of it gotcha so okay you can play your yeah it's it's just playstation 5 that you wouldn't be able to play off of it yes and that is a solution like that is a solution that i guess i'm fine with for now um as they figure out this ssd expansion thing but sure it is a bit of a bummer that like it's, I'm limited right now in storage space. It's a funny bummer of like yeah like I get and like reading the Verge's article like it, it, you shouldn't be surprised by this. Cerny did say that and it's like all right you got me there. You, they did say that but they also haven't said it again really. Where it has been this I think just yesterday on Games Daily I remember or two days ago for you listening to this later uh, had a conversation on there of like they still haven't said anything about what is compatible and what isn't compatible. And I, I thought that was going to be a closer to launch thing that they would just not. All right, it's just this one. We thought it was going to be money. It's not. And so then they'd be like, oh, well, he said, I'm like, all right, he did say that. But I feel like that's something that could have come up by now. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, even though it doesn't, you know, I stand by that. And we'll see. I could totally. Let's see what I got. Uh, not revealing what I have on here. Uh, that, I guess, is unreleased. But let's see what I have right now for my storage. Right now, yeah, I have 263 gigs available right now. And you look at the games I have, and I have Miles, something that's backwards compatible, Fall Guys, Everybody's Golf, Avengers, Astro, something that's redacted. And that's, I guess, what I see right here. Yeah, here you go. Installed, there's way more. I also yeah. have uh, Pathless, uh, Ghost Runner, Cardo, Ghost, Little Hope, Spellbreak, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's in the eye of the beholder, I guess, in terms of what you need to do or how you're going to do with it and what you're going to mm -hmm. because to be to be clear run. too right like the size that i have available on my ps5 uh is uh 667.2 gigabytes right now and like call of duty it's gonna take up a sixth of that yeah that's the thing when you get into those kind of games right yeah yeah, the, yeah. The call of duties we were running that was one of the conversations fran and i were talking about uh yesterday on games daily of like well remember of course hey <laughs> these there are some <laughs> games that are ridiculous like what is it like 135 for uh the new one the cold yeah, war for like, cold yeah, war yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's ridiculous yeah and so like that's a that's a bummer and like the external stuff does fix that a bit for me because again like a lot of my space right now is probably being taken up by backwards compatible games like probably half my space i have to guess um and yeah i can just fix that by connecting a hard drive but still i want more if we're talking about other things i want more from i think one of the things that's going to be on the tip of a lot of people's tongue comes from abdul rahman albasam who wrote into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says hey kind of funny crew just wanted to ask how are the themes in the playstation 5 are we able to use our ps4 themes thanks and keep up the good work abdul no you are not there are no themes for playstation 5 blessing how does this strike you am a little bit sad but like oh Here's for as far as like PS4 themes working on PS5, that was never gonna happen. Um, just because the, <laughs> the UI is different, like that, they're just not compatible. I get the impression that even going forward, they're just not gonna be themes anymore, and that saddens yeah. me a little bit. The UI itself doesn't really like it, doesn't really leave space for themes. Yeah, like when you highlight over a game, the screen is then taken over by that game, and that's like the, the music is it. taken over by possibly that game's music or whatever the default music is for the PS5. And if not, when it's that when that's the case, I'm like, I don't know how you fit a theme in there but i'm gonna i'm gonna miss that personalization yeah i think that saying there's no themes makes you think it's going to be this bland experience or whatever but in reality yeah the way the games tab is laid out is that no matter what tile you're on there's a background for it whether it be you know the store showcasing something whether it be explore showcasing you know uh games you follow or news from things like that and then yeah the games themselves all having this giant background to it you know miles here is up there and it's got the beat behind it and it's him swinging on the web right and again these aren't cluttered spaces it's spider-man miles morales be greater be yourself and then the play button below it like i understand well, for me, the themes aren't what I'm more bummed. I'm I'm more bummed out about folders not being here. And again, that mm -hmm. is something that came later to PlayStation Four. I'm sure it'll something to come later here. But it is this thing of well, cool, yeah, that I go over it and it's like Miles, Fall Guys, everybody's, and it's like yeah. But then you do the same thing as always, where there's only so many you can have on there. So then it's down to Game Library, and then it's isn't into, it crazy though? Looking? Like folders is a thing that you can only expect for the last two years of every console. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like I, I feel like at a certain point it's like no, just keep them. Like I like figure it. I don't know. It, it's weird to me. Uh, it's not like the biggest deal that folders aren't there, but like folders, uh, folders were like a, a re relatively recent addition to PS4. At least it feels recent. I know it was like years. I mean, ago in the grand point. scheme, in the grand scheme scheme of things, yeah, they were relatively like what, was it like 2017? Why are you gonna ask for specifics? No, I can't remember. I've opened that. I've opened the can of worms. that you gotta uh, look it up. Now I gotta go look in it. But like folders, I've only had like three or four years of folders. It feels like. See, and, and that's that thing where I, I feel like it's been around longer than that, but who the hell knows? I don't know how long. I mean, like, I remember that being a big deal, and I use folders all the time. Now, here we go. It looks like 2016. September 2016. How to organize your games and apps with PS4 folders. It's one of the most requested features since the launch of the PlayStation 4, and now with the latest system software 4.0, you can sort your most used games and apps into folders that are easily accessible from the PlayStation 4 home screen. So that was September 13, 2016. As the last two years, but still, I'm like, dude, ah, uh, why mean? how does math work for you last two years it's four. Oh yeah that's what that's what i'm saying i first i first said like two years and i okay four okay. isn't as bad as two is what i'm saying okay cool just making sure just making sure yeah, yeah 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 so i'm more bummed that they don't have that and of course you get to game library and you go into and again everything look like i you know i always uh 
there's so many problems I think I ran into on PlayStation 4 and even PS3 for that matter, but PlayStation 4 that probably most users didn't you run into right and one of them being of like when i needed to go download a game i already had and even something older like i've been amassing games forever right now so like when i go to my game library and my collection is the first tab right now that includes all my playstation 5 stuff and all my playstation 4 digital games it's at 800 games right now but now when i sort it it sorts instantaneously when i scroll mm -hmm. really fast and it's just like D -d 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 -d, and like get to the s's they load the images right away it's not how it used to be of Scroll, 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 and then wait for everything to slowly load in and catch up to where I was. And what I'm saying about that is I'm not having the folders, just having your most recent stuff in the front. All right, whatever. But when you get over to game library and you have your collection and then the next tab is installed, like there it is, all the 16 games I have installed that I can click on and go off of right away and get into it. So it's not, I feel like the speed and ease of use of the PlayStation 5 were you know actually counteracts some of these little complaints i have but i still would like to see folders i still think that yeah. then of course breaks their thing of when i scroll across you know miles and he becomes the entire screen what would happen if i scrolled across you know a, a, a folder you might say we'll put the first game available sure but then there's a play button and then where do you hide everything and yet da, 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 da. yeah and but I, this is back to why i think they want a unified playstation 5 thing i'm sorry blessing continue. and that's where that's where my frustration comes with like the whole like we only got it four years ago, and now you're taking me taking away from uh, from me. Kind of thing is, it feels like every every generation with PlayStation it resets. Of like, all right, here are the features that you want over the course of console generation. We're gonna drip feed uh, them to you, and then boom, next generation starts, and you don't have them anymore. And that's kind of where Xbox has a leg up in terms of this because it is the the UI on Xbox is building off of uh, the Xbox One's UI as opposed to this reinvention even though i know recently they did kind of like spruce up the the xbox ui but you know what i mean in terms of yeah, yeah. They're, they're not like stripping things or it's not a restart i should say right in the way that playstation 5 uh the ui here it kind of feels like a a restart somewhat or like a a refresh that that is like taking certain things away like for x from on the xbox side it is hey let's build on top of this thing yeah. um and like i get why on the playstation playstation side they do it because like yeah, this UI is way better than the PS4 UI. I prefer it. It's quicker. It's all the things yeah. I want. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I, I wish it also had trill or not trophies, uh, folders. Uh, and like, I wish I, I, I would, I wish it felt featureful the same way that by the end of the PS4 generation, that thing felt featureful. Sure. All right. And then speaking <laughs> of something that. What do you like that, Kevin? You like <laughs> you like it? We'll just ignore you. Uh, speaking of uh, something that, how does it work and doesn't it work and all this stuff and like, is it a missing feature or not or whatever? It's not, but let me explain. Reclusive Dragon says, "Tell me about Share Factory Studio on PS5. Is it a big improvement? Is it fast?" Full disclosure, although the PlayStation 5 review uh, embargo is up, there are still embargoes for us on PlayStation 5, which is why you don't see us live streaming PlayStation 5. Uh, and of course, uh, not of course, but that includes uh, media stuff and the PlayStation Store. So there's still more to talk about that in terms of media apps and all that jazz. We're strictly talking about games and whatever. And so the reason I bring this up is that means that I didn't get a chance to use ShareFactory yet because that's still embargoed. But it does give me a great chance to talk about the create button, which has been a big question, I think, Blessing, uh, since mm. it got announced of what's the difference between create and share. Blessing, what's the difference between the create button and the share button? Nothing really. Like, it doesn't seem to be like they... <laughs> it, it seems like they changed the name just to change the name. Like, it very much does the exact same thing. I do like the create menu better than the share menu, uh, yeah. but it has the same function of, like, capture 
uh, screenshot, capture recent footage, even even and I know they showed this in the UI video, but it even functions the same as far as like when you hold the create button, it takes a screenshot. And if you double double tap it, it starts a clip. And then if you double tap it again, it ends that clip. Right. It has all those those same functions. Uh, a thing I do like uh, is when I'm going to pull up a game, actually, so I can do this in practice. So I is that how the double right. tap works? I thought the du- so the thing I like about the create button, and this is, again, something in my UI video, is that there's more customization to it. So like when I originally jumped in and started setting it up, it is like, how long do you want a video to be when you tap the, or when you double tap the button? Uh, yeah. You know, so like, and, uh, like, you know, the, how long do you want your trophy stuff to be? Like you can, you know, start broadcasting from it. I appreciate that. Uh, not only can you start broadcasting from when you hit it, you can also start recording. So if you're about, oh man, I'm go- I know I'm going to want to have a clip of this rather than finish it and then double tap and hope you got everything you want. You can now say, hey, start recording and then play till you so want to stop. That, that was on the PS4. Yeah. Like it was but, it really? Yeah. But you, like you wouldn't know it because like oh, they did a bad know. job of actually telling you that. <laughs> yeah. If you double tap the share button, it starts recording on your PS4 and you can do like a clip of up to 60 minutes on your PS4, but you would have to go into your basically your uh, share share menu or broadcast menu or whatever the settings is yeah. uh, on the PS4 and then set it to all right 15 minutes 30 minutes actually no that is that is for, I'm thinking of previous gameplay but yeah no if you if you double tap the share button on the PS4 it does start a clip uh and like you can record for up to 60 minutes and then end it whenever you want but yeah the the create button I think makes it clearer in in, ter- in terms of when you press it you can click start new recording and so like it doesn't it is it isn't like this hidden thing like, putting that, like right in front of you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're putting it right in front of you take screenshot start new recording save recent gameplay and then yeah you can choose uh how how long you want uh your recent gameplay to go back for and so like you can save say if your thing is set to, to record the last 60 minutes you can record the last or you can save the last like 30 minutes or save a short clip or whatever it is um the media gallery is also interesting i don't like that they put the media gallery it feels like they're hiding the media gallery compared it's in to your the library, ca- right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, is it your in your library? Like the yeah. Where'd the, you get it? I I get it from the create button. Oh. Yeah. Like I get there by k- clicking the create button, and then oh, on the left that, yeah. you'll see your your capture. Oh, I, I always thought that was just my most recent capture. I, well, I Maybe. think it is. Oh, and then go to media gallery. Then go to media gallery because I don't I don't think there's actually a, a oh, look, tile you can for write it. on it. With- Great button. You can crop stuff. You can put text on it. I hadn't used this thing. See, that's Wait, what I'm talking you can do about. Do what now? So I just did what you. So here's. Let me explain to you how I've been using the create button. Right. So oh, I've been using. I one, see one, what you're talking first about. First, set it up. I went in there and I said, okay, yeah, make my trophy videos 15 seconds long. Set my if I double tap and want to record, or if I want the record of what I did, make it three minutes long and all that jazz. And so then, yeah, I've been using it in the shortcut way of all right, cool, double taps, whatever, in the one start. And so then, when I want to see what I've captured before, if you scroll the game library. And you go to install at the bottom there, you have your media gallery. And I've been clicking on it and going in that way. And it's been opening oh, up my shit. media gallery that way. But then, yeah, Wait, to your really? point, which I did how not did realize. I miss you, this? Hit, you hit the, well, I don't know how, like, I always thought, oh, there's my most recent screen cap. That's cool. But when I hit the create button now, as Blessing just taught me, I come over here and I click on it. And yeah, you have your 15 most recently created things. Maybe that's all of them, but I think it's my most recent. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, share button right there, but then a paintbrush there for edit favorites and delete so if you hit the paintbrush yeah you can crop it again or you can put text on there yes and that's how i that's how i've been doing it of like i didn't even realize it was a text option but yeah whenever i capture something i then go to the the image that is on the create menu click that and then i go to the media gallery from there 
And so like, actually, you know what? That I was about to complain, but no, that they <laughs> they went above and beyond apparently. We'll see it's back <laughs> to what we're talking about of like that you know, two weeks with it and obviously mainly we've been playing games and reviewing games, but like you go through this and you start screwing around with it and seeing the, the different angles on how to get stuff to it and yeah. be able to actually go oh, through there awesome. and start to broadcast your caption options. Yeah. Like again, uh, you know, share factory will be interested to see what that is and how that all nets out when that's all set to go. But I think just basically built in, you know, it is what you already knew and turns out even beyond what I knew of the PlayStation thing. Cause usually, you know, I take so many screenshots in a game, then upload them to my USB and then do stuff from it. And like, you know, here you can go straight to Twitter, but if I want to put stuff up later or, you know, uh, edit some videos, like, you know, I obviously I'm so stoked that I can, t- that it takes a video of every trophy you get granted. Some people will be annoyed by that. Greg, Miller I am very like, annoyed, but you can turn it off very you easily. Turn it off. Nice. You can go turn it off. Super yeah, easy. I should I want- turn it off. I went through, you know, and saved every one of the PlayStation 5 Platinum uh, trophies I've gotten. But one of them, if you let it, it plays long enough that a spoiler happens. So I had to go in there and cut it off or whatever. Like, I don't, the whole thing of, I wish if somebody had written in and your question didn't make the actual thing, but I knew it would come up in this. I don't know, how much have you used the new PlayStation app, uh, Bless on your phone? Not at all. It's, I like it. It, you know, they're cutting away the fat, making it nice and easy of, here it is, you know, your your profile's right there. You have you can see what your friends are doing, you can see your trophies, you can, you know, uh go in and explore, you can clack click a clack, click on your friends, see what's going on, start the conversations that way. Uh it's what I want out of that, right? Because you remember before how complicated it was of they're gonna open another app. Now, of course, there you go. All your messages are right there. You can have it go, you can have your conversations. Thank God. Somebody had asked, and this is is the drawback of like, hey, with the PlayStation app, does it link up to your media that you've created in the same way Xbox does? So you can easily share your screenshots and videos that way, and it doesn't, which would be awesome. And I hope it is something that comes future. It still is right now. Either share directly from it, which nine times out of ten works, but then for us working on an embargo, right, or wanting, I guess you could trim it here, obviously, with the the create button stuff we already talked about. But then for it, still put it on a USB and bring it over to the computer and put it in when you want it to go. I yeah, I'm looking. At, I'm I'm on the app right now. I didn't realize how different it looked. This is actually way better than the five different PlayStation apps that were available before. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really into that. Update of that. And I, again, it's one of those. You know, when we were talking about it, uh, I didn't think they'd have it right for PlayStation Five. I kind of thought they'd fuck that up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I kind of thought that that would be the normal thing of the other things we've talked about: expandable storage and maybe folders of like we understand you want that and you'll get it one day. But you know, right now this is what it is for the launch of it. Yeah. I, and I would like that functionality too. Like the way Xbox has it uh, is so that when you, when you capture stuff, that stuff uploads to cloud storage. And I don't think that happens with the, with, with PlayStation um, because like, it is kind of a random thing that your stuff uploads to cloud storage, but on, on your, on the, on the Xbox side, right? Like that then means that I can download a capture or download an image uh, or video from my phone and then post it there, which I think yeah. is just way more of a, of a, of a smoother process. I obviously not shared anything from the PlayStation five yet. And so I don't know how smooth that is. I'm hoping that like the uh, character limit <laughs> gets upgraded for like tweets. Oh, and stuff. that's a great question. Yeah. yeah. If they finally yeah. took it up to 280, that was annoying. As I've hell been too long. scared to, to even try because I don't that's want a great to point. Yeah. Anywhere near <laughs> one button something. press wrong. And there you go. That's yeah. A career wrapped. <laughs> So yeah, that's us talking about the PlayStation 5 after two weeks. I'm I'm impressed. Again, is there room to improve? Of course there is. I think that they need to figure out uh, since Xbox has got it and it's um, it. I know it's if you don't care about it, it sounds like whatever. The 
quick resume and is, am i i feel like i changed the name somewhere along no quick resume is, is quick right resume is such a great thing for xbox and having so many of them open and being able to go between stuff really is going to help with the third party experiences again for miles does it matter no you're into miles and what i said 18 seconds from a from a kill screen who cares but for everything else i think for third party for backwards compatible like that does matter in a way of hey do you want to jump into fortnite Sure, let me get to a save point, or sure, let me get through this when it could just be bam, you're over and into it. And yeah, I think I think uh, eventually, even though their their UI has a vision right now, I think folders will, of course, make their way back in some way, shape, or form. Because even now, three, three years in, we'll get folders. Because even now, like right, you figure it's technically the game library acts as a folder, and when I scroll over that, it just pops all the stuff up and puts a little design in the background. Like just do that for the general folders, so I can put my games there rather than have them all mm -hmm. spread out and have to go find stuff. But we'll see. Obviously, this I, is the start of the PlayStation 5 lifecycle. I never... So the reason why I never put it together that you can go to your capture library or gallery, I forget what it's called already, um, you couldn't get there from the menus because they put it in the game library. Yeah, yeah, I know. It doesn't make sense either. That's, That's weird. Yeah. Why don't you put that in the media but library? It, but then it's the same thing of, again, why don't we have our own folders or something? Once you use it, it then is like your most... It's your most recent app. So now that I've opened it while talking to you, it's now right there next to explore. Oh. So it's that kind of thing. It's it's treated that way. Not that that solves anything, but if you're in your media yeah. gallery that much, I assume. Well, that's it's just weird that it's under games and not media. I feel like that should be under media for well, sure. We're not supposed to go in and use any of the media stuff. That's embargoed, so don't worry yeah. about that. Well, I mean, technically, it's not media. It's games. It's a game. I know. That's, game no, no, that's what I'm saying. But if it was under media, oh, then we okay. would be in trouble right now. Oh, that's Shuma true. Yoshida crashed through the wall, stabbed me with a bottle. I don't know if he'd do that. He seems like a very nice man. He is very nice, but if I was violating PlayStation 5 embargoes, you think he'd be nice to me? Fair enough. You know, I've known Shu a long time, and I'll tell you right now, if I, I've seen it once, I've seen it a million times. You cross him, he stabs you with a bottle. Do you think he's good at making mac and cheese? Ladies and gentlemen, let's have a word from our sponsor. This episode of the PSI Love UXOXO is brought to you by YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Hey, everybody, it's me, Greg Miller, and many of you listen to this as a podcast, which I totally get. Uh, but remember, YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games has been fucking killing it lately. It would mean a lot if you went over there and subscribed. Of course, we have closed the gap on Nick Scarpino. Uh, we are less than 10,000 subs away from surpassing Kind of Funny, YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny, a channel full of hacks. Uh, but more importantly, YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games has so much next-gen coverage up. Like I said, you can go get the kind of funny x cast review of the xbox series x right now uh but if you're here for this playstation podcast you probably care more about playstation remember you can put in kind of funny.com slash ps5 be taken right to our youtube.com slash kind of funny games ps5 hands-on uh reviews uh impressions uh this podcast all sorts of playlists right there remember of course if you'd rather listen to the Spider-Man Miles Morales or Astro's Playroom reviews, you can go to the Kind of Funny Games cast feed. Get it there. But, of course, there's exclusive stuff on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, like me trying to figure out if I can get PC to run on the PlayStation 5, like me giving you my first time ever turning on the PlayStation 5, laying it all bare, letting you into one of my most intimate moments of nerding out about everything that's in there and discovering some of the special secrets. The secret delights, some would say, of the PlayStation 5. Basically, what I'm saying is, oh, and there's first impressions. Blessing has a whole bunch of those up, and there's a whole bunch more coming. Remember, even though the first, or not, not even the first, the latest embargo for the PlayStation 5 is lift, lifted. Next week is equally as crazy with reviews, embargoes, and shows. So basically what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, please go to YouTube.com slash Games, drop us a subscription, click the bell, and no, until next time, it's been our pleasure to add to you. Blessing? Greg, we already, you already gave, you already, we already played the big one, the storage here for SSD. Obviously, we've been talking about PlayStation 5. What else you got for me in PlayStation updates? 
Uh, Godfall is exclusive for at least six months to PS5, and so there you go. You still Small. you still carrying the torch for that? You still excited for Godfall? Uh, dude, the closer and closer we get to Godfall, the more and more I'm like, why do I even care about this game anymore? <laughs> like, I just had the time of my life with Ghost of Tsushima Legends. I just got a reminder that Warframe exists, and apparently it's going to look incredible on the PS5. And I'm like, there are options right now for looter slashers. And both of them are proven in a way that Godfall isn't necessarily proven. But I, I still have fingers crossed that Godfall is going to be good. Um, I, I, I want it to be good because it, it, I still think the style of it looks cool in the combat. I think looks fun enough. Like if it nails what it's trying it to nail, I still enough. think it could be fantastic. Them saying that it's not a game as a service still makes me like, why not? Like, I'm still like, why would you say that? What is this game then? It's a, it's a looter, so it's Borderlands. I don't know, man. Uh, but. I still I I plan to try it out still. Like at the very least, I'm booting this thing up and playing it for a few hours because I gotta know. I put I I put in so much energy into being somewhat excited for it's it. Like that somewhat I, caring about it. You willed yeah. yourself to somewhat care about this. You need to check it out. Yeah. <laughs> even though the closer and closer I get to it, the more and more I'm just like, why do I even still care that this game is here? When of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there you go with that. Uh, our PS Plus questions have been answered. Last week we we were speculating. Oh yeah, we were. We? God, that feels like a year ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bucksnax is going to be free for PS Plus at launch. Uh, this comes from the PlayStation blog where they write, "Bucksnax, the colorful game with half bug, half stack creatures, will be available at launch on PlayStation Five to PlayStation Plus subscribers at no no extra cost until January fourth." 2021 uh, and that is going to be alongside Miller earth shadow of war and hollow knight both the the ps4 versions of those games um really exciting that's two months of a playstation plus game ps5 playstation plus game you assume it'll be the only one then right you figure we won't get anything you figure without carry off till destruction all-stars in february right yeah unless there's something in january maybe and i don't know what that would be it's it's so hard of like I'm going to be fascinated as this continues on of how PlayStation messages PlayStation Plus, right? Because it is that thing of like, you get two PlayStation 4 games, and we know that because you used to get two PS3 games, right? And so it's like, well, now PlayStation 4 games work on PlayStation 5. So do we need, can we just say you get two PlayStation games? And then every so often for the first few months, first six, first year of PlayStation 5, we give you every so often a PlayStation 5 game like Bugsnax, like uh, uh, Destruction All-Stars. Or do they need to actually be delivering a PlayStation 5 game? And at what point do you have a library for that? And at what point do you have the deals you want to do for that? Like, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle that from a platform decision. Yeah, I like the idea of them early on in this PS5, PS5 cycle saying, hey, here's one game from PS5, but it's going to be free for two months. Because yeah. and, and the way they're messaging it, too, I think is really good and responsible because Snacks and Destruction All-Stars are both games that people were pre-ordering and ready to buy at launch. And like for the fact that they're going to be uh, were PS people games, pre-ordering Destruction, Destruction All-Stars? All-Stars. <laughs> were, but were, like, they, were they really like, I need Snacks and Destruction All-Stars? <laughs> some, somebody pre-ordered Destruction All-Stars. That's true. That's fair. That's somebody fair. did. And yeah, like for the, <clears throat> for them, like I and I guess that that leads to in January, there's probably not going to be a new PS5 play, PlayStation Plus game because like you're not going to release something unless there's something that is launching in January that you want to make it. Um, but like you're not going to release something now and then a month later be like, psych, it's free. Like that. that yeah, that, exactly. Really exactly. Right. And so like yeah. that, it feels like they are trying to basically like ride the wave of all right what's the appropriate way to message this in the first year and how do we like give people a drip free drip feed but also keep people satisfied with uh what we're offering and yeah like later down the line it's going to be interesting because i think 
right now on the Xbox side of things, their Xbox games with gold has been uh, a pretty great value in terms of, hey, you're getting Xbox games and uh, 360 games, right? Xbox One games and 360 games, where I, I in a future where that continued happening, I could see PlayStation being like, "All right, we gotta like bump up the va- the the value." <laughs> I was gonna say pump up the volume. <laughs> uh, the volume. We gotta pump up the volume. Yeah, we gotta pump up the volume on our PlayStation Plus offerings. But I don't know how long Games of Gold lasts the way it does when Games Pass is so powerful. Like the last last month's Games of Gold were not noteworthy. Like I could not tell you any of the games that were on there because they were all pretty forgettable in terms of uh, what they're offering there. And so like. At a certain point, I imagine Xbox is like, hey, Game Pass is so good. Let's just like do away with games of gold because we got something over here. Um, I think that then leaves the PlayStation going, all right, yeah, let's just offer, let's let's keep the same pace, right? We don't have to bump up PS Plus to to be in parity with what Games of Gold has going on. Let's just offer sure. two or three PlayStation games and not care about whether they're the PS4 version or the PS5 version. That's my prediction. Yeah, I think that makes sense, right? Of I think you just have to get the messaging right and you're done. You don't have to worry about it. If people are going to be excited they're getting two games. And yeah, I think, or games, period, however many they'll be. And I think you're doing a good reaction to it of like, all right, well, let's put it out. Let's have it be two months. Let's have it be whatever and let, figure it out that way and really net it out. But you have to build a PlayStation 5 library. Speaking of Destruction All-Stars, we, have, we finally have our first look uh, at the game with a trailer uh and kevin if you can bring this up and play it for the people as i'm going through this that'd be awesome following last week's news and this from uh, the playstation blog following last week's news we wanted to share more with you about the game itself so let's talk about what you can expect when you download your copy from playstation plus in february next year with a breakdown of the game modes you can play solo in a team with ai or friends and rivals in online multiplayer uh go to the, if you go to the playstation blog they've detailed all the modes but i have them condensed here right there's mayhem which is deathmatch and you can play that with cellular teams there's carnado uh where you get points by destroying other cars and sacrifice your car to the carnado uh that you can play with solo and teams there's stockpile which is basically capture and control they can play with teams uh and then there's gridfall which is last car standing and then there's also like a training mode again all the details are on the playstation blog if you want the true breakdown of what all that looks like um but it doesn't stop there the team will be closely monitoring community discussion and engaging with players to integrate player feedback through regular updates we'll also expand destruction all-stars through future content drops including seasons events and updates throughout 2021 including new game modes exciting stuff i'll say this watching this trailer that kevin's showing now in the video it got me the tiniest bit more excited for destruction all-stars didn't necessarily sell me on like Oh, this no. is gonna blow me away, but it looks like it's fun. That's the thing about it. I, you know, them moving Destruction All Stars to being a PlayStation Plus game, putting it out in February in that early part of the year when we're all wanting to play new things. It, this is the best move you could have done. This game would have been sent out to fucking die next week yeah. if this was coming out with the launch of PlayStation Five. It would have been drowned out by Miles. It would have been drowned out by Demon Souls. It would have been drowned out by Bug Snacks, especially being free. Right? Like nobody would have cared about this. Putting it out for free on PlayStation Plus, I think, is its best chance to get an audience, and then hopefully they stick around long enough to microtransaction in and make money for you and do whatever with it. It's a good look for PlayStation to put out a PlayStation 5 game, brand new, you know, never before released. And if they believe in it and it's fun, which it looks like it could be, that looks like it could be fun to play with people. 
I think that's like, a really good move. For them. Seeing the fact that you can jump out your car and then like there is an element of like, oh yeah, you have to you have to run on the walls and dodge other cars as you're like outside of your own. Like it looks like it could be a blast. And so like I'm excited to actually try it out when it comes to PS Plus and them stating that, yeah, like we're going to do content drops in seasons and events and updates throughout 2021. They're setting this game up for po- like potential success with all that. Like that all sounds exciting to me. I'm really into to everything they're saying there. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it now. Yeah, uh, me too. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in it. I wouldn't say I'm I, like, curious. here's the thing. I'm going to play that. And granted, well, I would have touched it next week, but I would have what i would have been totally yeah lost in playing probably assassin's creed and Sackboy and even demon souls i want to try like in february i feel like that actually gets at least a night of our attention and a stream probably of us sitting down and playing it and see if we dig with it vibe with it and then lastly for playstation updates uh yes everybody i have heard of pray for the gods i got they put out a trailer on the playstation youtube channel and, and I, multiple people tagged me and they're like blessing it's shadow of the colossus and i'm like yes it is it definitely is uh pray for the, about like, this of course from the games cast like two years ago where i talked about it right this game this game's been floating around for what feels like forever i have also previewed this game at a pack it was it wasn't well i guess it didn't exist last year so that actually gets confusing it might i guess it, it must have been judges week 2019 for e3 that this was there uh and it, it made a big splash of us all playing an indie game mm. network like holy shit this is fucking great yeah, no, it's a really cool looking game. Uh, Kevin's playing the trailer right now if you're watching on video. And yeah, it's basically a Shadow Colossus uh, like game where you're climbing on top of giant beasts and murking them, <laughs> basically. Um, yeah, no, it, it, it looks cool. And it's coming to PS5 and PS4 early next year. And so look forward to that. Can't Craig, wait. Yeah, I have some PlayStation picks for you. Of course, PlayStation picks. That's this is where we highlight a few of the cool looking games coming to PSN this week. The big hitters being Dirt Five, which is coming out Friday, November sixth. I believe that's today. That's today as the time you listen to this. this, we publish this. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered is coming to PS4 again Friday. It's today, uh, November sixth. Uh, there's a cool game, cool looking game called Yestermorrow, which is coming to PS4, or which I guess has already come to PS4 Thursday, November fifth. Uh, Kevin, I have the trailer for you if you want to play it. Yes, Tomorrow is a single-player, time-traveling 2D platformer mixing action sequences with puzzle elements uh, all wrapped up in an engaging story and or an engaging story about our young hero, Yui, who must save her family and to change the fate of a world that has been plunged into endless night. This can, be, this can only be done by journeying into the past repairing and repairing the mysterious clock tower controlling the cycle of time. If you like uh, 2D pixel art, some action, climbing things <laughs> <laughs> that's all you and that's pretty much all i got for playstation picks it's a, it's a light week but i think this very much feels like the calm before the storm and so yeah 100 you're staying out of everybody's way right now right if you're exactly out your games as you get ready for obviously this gigantic week if yes tomorrow piques your interest there you go okay it does it peak do you think you'll ever play yes tomorrow no Okay. But I'm sure somebody listening is going to see it here and be like, you know what, man? I am down for like a 2D action game. Well, so then, it's time to talk about what you actually playing. Uh, of course, you and I both have been playing Spider-Man Miles Morales and Astro's Playroom. Both of those have gotten their own standalone reviews on the Kind of Funny Gamescast feed. You can go to kindoffunny.com slash PS5 right now to get those reviews in full. Uh, but I'm, I can say... I've platinum Spider-Man Miles Morales, and I've platinumed Astro's Playroom. Thank you. Thank you, Blessing, for clapping there. Uh, thank Congratulations. You all for watching. Uh, 
two fantastic games. Great games. Obviously, mm-hmm. we go into all sorts of detail over there, but two games at both of them, I was when they finished, it was like, oh man, I can go for more of that. Yeah. No, I'm I'm right there with you. Like I Spider-Man Miles Morales is obviously like jumping off of Spider-Man 2018. And so all the goodness that is in Spider-Man 2018 is also in Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh I had like some critiques in our review, but like mm-hmm. basically like where I come down is I think it is a great game. Like I think it's awesome. Uh and yeah, I think it does such justice to the character of Miles Morales in terms of uh all the stuff that you've seen in the trailers, right? Him like walking around uh harlem and like interacting with people and his relationship with the characters around him i think are un- are all done uh really well and so like that uh astro astro's playroom also like very fantastic it is all the magic of astrobot condensed into two hours that i wish were eight hours but you know down the line i expect that we'll get an actual full-fledged astrobot God, game so. astro's so, playroom so whimsical, so packed with PlayStation nostalgia. And then on top of that, such a great platformer. So ingenious, yes. clever, and fun to play. Like, yeah, I can't say enough about that. And yeah, that, you know, what I talked about with Miles Morales being shorter, but platinuming it, right? Of like, you know, right around 15 hours probably in total for Miles to platinum. And that's skipping cutscenes on New Game Plus and a bunch of other stuff. Like, I finished that wanting more, but feeling satiated. In Astro Astro's Playroom, I finished wanting more and still being hungry. Like I, I, the Astro's Playroom is so well done and so good that I wanted more than just the four worlds you're offered up in that game. Uh, I can't wait. I hope they are working on another one. But again, yeah, four reviews. Kind of funny. Dot com slash PS five. I saw related to this. I saw a question floating around either in the doc or in uh, our submissions that like I saw somebody asking about the PS five launch lineup as a whole. Like, how do you guys feel about the launch lineup? And yeah. I'd venture to say I think this is going to be a fantastic launch lineup. Like somebody, I think somebody asked, like, is this the best PlayStation launch, launch lineup? Yeah, yeah. It's Oliver who wrote into Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games and says, "Hi, Greg and Bless. Actually, Bless and Greg. Considering the games you guys have reviewed so far, is this actually the best PlayStation launch lineup ever? Thanks for all the content you guys create, and I hope we have good news this Friday. Cheers." Blessing, and is I'll, this the greatest like, off of the two games you're allowed to talk about from the launch mm-hmm. lineup? Is this the best launch lineup? Yes, like I think I, I I think it is by far the best launch lineup. Even looking to games that I haven't like even touched yet, right? We're talking about uh, Demon Souls. We're talking about Little Big Planet, and like, like yes, like the 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 launch lineup already. Just playing Astro's Playroom and Miles Morales is already really good. The stuff that like the stuff that I haven't touched, right? Like. You know that I it, it's setting this launch launch lineup for such success in a way that uh, yesterday on Games Daily, as of the time you're listening to this meeting t- today, uh, me and Tim were kind of having a conversation about Xbox because Xbox reviews went up, and we we're kind of talking about like the launch lineup there and how like oh yeah, there's like a lot of great stuff going on with the box itself, but like a lot of the reviews, what a lot of them had had in common, we're ta- we're talking about games and talking about the lack of new games to try and i do not have that with the playstation 5 like yeah and this is me like trying to like start up like a a war or anything um but this is more so me speaking to the games that are available like i i am very like every game i've either thought about playing on the ps5 or i have played on the ps5 i've been very excited to boot up like i've been very excited to like i'd like to do i don't know if you missed this as well but you might have. And I see you're dodging. Obviously, we've. I, I was going to say, I've played Spider-Man and Astro. That's done. And then I have two redacted games that are still under embargo that I cannot talk about, right? Uh, however, 
on your list of things you've listed to play here, you've left one off the list. And I don't know if it's on purpose or not. But I can tell you, you can talk about the pathless up until the first up until the first boss uh, ladies and okay. gentlemen eagle-eared listeners will notice when i was talking about things on my system i was like i also have the path uh and i said something else immediately but I, I immediately emailed pr i'm like did i just fuck up the third-party pr like and they have confirmed no you're allowed to say that you can actually preview the game up to the first boss battle oh three really? the first boss battle yeah so I okay, know cool. that you've been talking to me in the Slack about Pathless. I didn't know if you yeah. wanted to t- say anything about that right now. Oh, in that case, I'll just say, yeah, like the first the Pathless up to the first boss boss battle. Oh my god, it's great. It's like it's it's fantastic. Like I can't wait to see more. Um, and that's just all I'll say about it. <laughs> I'll talk about where I'm review. Well, well, I before I, you're totally off the hook on that. I want you to explain mm-hmm. to people what Pathless is. It's one of those. The more you've talked about it, the more I'm like, fuck. I'm in the middle of two other things. I'm like, I gotta get that's on there. I see it. There's so many things to play right now. To again to talk about the launch lineup of the PlayStation Five. What is the Pathless if people don't know? It is. It's a game that you've probably seen before at like presentations and stuff. I think it was at the PS5 presentation in June. It is from uh, I can't remember the name of the the studio, but it's Annapurna published, and it's from the same studio that did Abzu. If that helps you put put it into perspective, and so you had people that like worked on games like Journey, uh, 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 working on this game, right? Austin Wintry, I believe, is doing the the soundtrack for this game, uh, and it is it, you're basically playing as this this uh, archer girl who enters into this mysterious land and is basically trying to restore uh life to the land um and like it if you're trying to recall it 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 is kind of breath of the wild ish in terms of style like art style like it kind of has that vibe um and like you are you the way in which you travel through the land is by like it's on it's coming to mobile too it's coming to like apple arcade i'm playing it obviously on ps5 uh and on ps i have no idea how it controls on mobile but on ps5 right like i'm controlling her the way i control a character regularly but in the environment there are these talismans that you can shoot at that'll then increase your speed and at a certain point you can essentially slide uh uh through the world and like and, and glide and stuff um and so like that's kind of what the game is i think the big reason why i've really liked the game up to the first uh boss battle is it is very it very much feels like a team eco game you know it very much feels like a an eco or a shadow of the colossus or a last guardian like it has a lot of that energy to it uh both within like the setup right of like this 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 warrior entering this land that is vast but empty right and going through and like the like the the oh, fuck, which one is the first boss i can't remember which one is the, is the first boss. I'm, I'm gonna stay away from it but like you're you're essentially going through and restoring life and like that's kind of the whole game uh uh at least that's the that's pretty much the first hour of the game. um and yeah like i really i've, I've enjoyed what i've played so far you of that game so about it. I, I definitely got to check it out sooner rather than later yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and so like it, it, throwing that in there right like the the launch lineup for this for the ps5 i think is fantastic I, think I agree. A lot it, it, you know, it's short-sighted, and obviously, we're talking about redacted things we can't talk about yet. But obviously, we are high on those as well. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man, I think, is phenomenal. And again, to you know, me and Blessing, to our, our, we're both in the page. It's a great game. I'm higher on it than he is. I think Spider-Man Miles Morales is better than Spider-Man PS4. I think it's all the learning, which is cheating because it's all the learnings of Spider-Man PS4 applied to mm. a shorter game, compacted in you know, nonstop thrill ride or whatever, and great story and great action. I digress. Like. 
that game's phenomenal. Astro is phenomenal. Uh, Pathless sounds like it's going to be great. Uh, you know, we've played Bug Snacks, and I'm interested in Bug Snacks from what we've done on the previews. Of course, there's uh, first impressions up of that. Is that what we did with that? There's something up of. Yeah, we, no, we did with first impressions. Yeah, and then you start. Yeah, like the my real interesting thing is I left Astro's playroom so hungry that I can't wait to get uh, Sackboy's Adventure. Like I, in the, again, a game we haven't played, obviously that one is not a redacted one. I probably should stop doing that of trying to tell you what we have and don't have. Uh, but like just the idea of running around and doing that and having a cute platformer like Mario 3D World, like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah. Like, are you going to play that co-op? Are you going to play that with like Jen or somebody? Are you going to play that? Yeah, I'd probably have Jen sit down and play with it, but I'm not sure how deep she'll want to get into it because I'm going to want to be obsessive and try to platinum it, of course. Mm. <laughs> I'm on a good tear here for PlayStation 5 Platinum. So I got to keep it going. Yeah, I so I've also been playing um, Ghost Runner and Ghost Stream of Legends, uh, the Raid, right? Like the two non PS5 games uh, I've been playing. Uh, I'll start with the Raid because, man, oh man, I can't believe how good this thing is, man. Like Ghost Stream of Legends has boosted up my love for Ghost of as a whole in ways sure. that I just didn't anticipate to the point where like now, yeah, it is like my in my top five for the year, maybe top four, maybe top three. Who knows? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I absolutely adored Legends. I absolutely adored the raid. Uh, it took us about, I want to say like eight hours. Because it took us like, two, I want to say two hours for chapter one. Four hours for chapter two. And then an hour for chapter three, maybe. So let's say seven hours. I'll say it took, it took us seven hours. And by and, the way, your chapter one playthrough is up. YouTube.com slash yes. game. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. So you want to check out uh, us playing chapter one of Ghost of Shima Legends. Um, and yeah, or Ghost of Shima Legends, the raid, the tale of EO. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just thoroughly impressed that they, that they made this like Ghost of Shima as it was, was great. Like yeah. I didn't feel like anything was missing. It's a full game. It's awesome. Open world, all this stuff. Legends alone I put in so many hours into both these games combined now. Like I, you, there's a you can look at your playtime right on PS5, and that actually backtracks to games that you have played. And like, uh -huh. if I go, I, I want to say my clock on PS5, and who knows how how accurate it is, but it's like somewhere around eighty something hours now. And Ghost that makes sense because mine's sixty, and that's that's all okay. single player, and then that one day of it with you, which was like what two hours of multiplayer. Like that doesn't. Yeah, and you platinum single player, right? I I, right. I played I way less than it. than sixty of of um, single player. Like I want to say yeah. I put in around like thirty something hours, and so yeah, that goes past the sixty on the nose. Yeah, and that speaks to how much I've played Legends. Like I played Legends probably more. In fact, not even probably. I've definitely played Legends more than proper single player Ghost of Tsushima. Um, but yeah, the the raid is is fantastic. The environments in the raid are so beautiful. Oh my god, the the I. I, I, if you go to my Twitter, I'm posting screenshots of like different um, photo mode stuff that we've done in, 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 in the raid. And the environments are so beautiful. It is a complete 180 from like the beauty of proper Ghost of Tsushima, where it is here, here are the tree, like the beautiful trees and the beautiful uh, uh, plants in the background and like the, the, the uh, water that you can see in the beaches and all this stuff, right? Legends is like, here's a pool of blood and here's like, this weird spider creature over here and here's like this weird bloodborne type shit and here are like these bleeding hearts floating in the sky right like shit like that that is so antithetical to what i feel like the single player kind of puts out there in terms of this is what we're doing visually like it is a yeah. complete 180 and it is it is raw and it is beautiful i absolutely adore it and so 
uh yeah i had a good time with the raid and then awesome. uh for ghost runner like that's a game that we we have a first impressions up right now youtube.com so it's kind of funny games me and andy andy uh during like first impressions you know talked about how much he loves the game like he puts it up there as like one of his favorite games ever now uh and like i echo i echo the fact that i think ghost runner is amazing it is if you're unfamiliar it is basically first person katana zero right it's this hotline miami type game where you you are this uh you are the ghost runner you are this character who has killing ability you have a sword and you're basically going through and you are killing things with one hit or you're getting killed with one hit uh and you're going through level by level trying to just complete complete each run um it's it's fantastic like i feel like i've talked about this game already on shows i can't remember which show i talked about it on um but the reason why i want to bring it up on this show is because we have a segment where we rank uh playstation games or psn games 2020 psn games ranked and i want to add this one to the list greg all right ladies and gentlemen if it's been a while let me blow the dust off If you don't remember 2020 PSN <laughs> games ranked, the idea was we were going to each play an, uh, a game off the blog that we wouldn't play before, and then the blog stopped listing games, so we kind of just now use it for cool games we play on the PSN that are under the radar. You can keep up at kindoffunny.com slash 104 list. There are rules, of course. We can't pick the same game. We can't pick something that's AAA, and it shouldn't be something we were going to play anyway. Uh, so you can go look on there right now. The top 10 look like this. Number one, manifold garden. Number two, telling lies. Number three, fall guys. Number four, John wick hex. Number five, streets of rage Four. number six, foregone. Number seven, Undernight in birth. Uh, number eight, su- super liminal. Uh, number nine, hunt down in number 10, star Wars episode one racer blessing at a junior. Where do you want to put ghost runner? I, I'm going to put Ghost Runner, let's see, yeah, at number five, right under Ooh. John Wick Hex, right above Streets of Rage 4. An excellent entry. This is another one you guys have been talking so much about that I've been head down on PlayStation 5 reviews and stuff that I haven't been able to actually get time with, but I'm stoked. I see it on my PlayStation 5 all the time, ready to go. Yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. Like, it it... it it's everything you want from that type of experience with first person, which I feel like sets it apart. Uh, like I have like basically two critiques with it. One of it being one of them being that I'm not really paying attention to the story at all. Like the story feels very secondary sure. to what's going on as opposed to something like Katana zero where I was super invested. Uh, I, I feel like the story was a bit of a missed opportunity here. And then also I feel like the detection can be pretty harsh sometimes in terms of what hits, what hits you and what doesn't. Um, and that, that I feel like it, it's a mix. It's a mix of man, this is pretty harsh, and then also like how I I don't know if they're teaching the player enough like how to dodge certain things because in the game there's like a slowdown mechanic where you hold R one and then you can like dodge left and right in slow motion, and I find that like most of the time I try to do that I like the 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 detection still follows me and the thing that Memron mentioned was like hey you got to wait until after the 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 bullet leaves your enemy's gun then you're gonna be able to you're going to be free to like slide left and right. And that's the thing that I feel like kind of wasn't, hasn't been like, wasn't explained or hasn't like been taught like in the way that in this game, you kind of want to have that build up toward teaching something like that to have the player thoroughly understand when, when and how that detection happens. Um, But still like fantastic game. Uh, Number five, you know, I think it sits right, right there at that spot. Beautiful. We'll see how the list continues to evolve. But ladies and gentlemen, 
we ask you to be part of the show patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can go there and ask us questions like by the way i know you probably have a million playstation 5 questions on top of what we already talked about today please uh make sure you hit us up on patreon.com slash kind of funny games there's a participation link for ps i love you xoxo go ahead and do that i know tim and i were talking about maybe trying to do some kind of stream when that embargo's up where we could just go there and answer questions live and do a bunch of stuff even if you wanted to respond maybe even in the youtube comments of this episode of ps i love you xoxo with your uh, comments maybe we'll get a special video up even on the same day answering some of those questions but i digress for this show patreon.com slash kind of funny games we ask you to go there and give us your psn profile for segments we call trophies and chill this is where you give us your sob story about your psn profile why you're proud of it why you're embarrassed whatever's going on with your trophy count then we read it here come in look at your trophies and judge you today KDG writes in and says, With the end of this generation, I thought now would be the perfect time to submit my trophy list to you. Since this is the PlayStation generation that got me, quote-unquote, in, I used to be an Xbox, just because everyone I knew defaulted to it, and I only got my first-ever Sony console at uh, the age of 27 in 2017. Yeah, that's right. That's, that sounded weird when I said it. Right? Yeah, no, it, like... It, 2017, 2017, 27. Got it, everybody? Uh, in large part, thanks to Greg's enthusiasm. I quickly became addicted in both the exclusives and trophies until now I'm all in with a PlayStation 5 pre-ordered, which will be my main console going forward. My first ever Platinum was God of War in 2018, and I'm currently working on my 10th, which will be The Last of Us Part 2. I'm playing New Game Plus now. I took a break right after beating it because it was so emotionally draining. That should time up well with my PlayStation 5 arriving with Miles Morales. Something to point out is although I don't have any Uncharted Platinums, that's because I played them all back-to-back and didn't want to burn out. Uh, I made sure to get the trophies in one through three apart from playing on Crushing, so I'm set to get them naturally when I want to do another playthrough. I'm also still working on Pat Upon 2, parentheses, why, Greg? Why do this to me when I have no rhythm? And have a backlog of about a dozen other PS4 games. Do your worst, smiley emoji. If you want to keep up with Katie's trophies, uh, you can go to psnprofiles.com, which is where I'm looking at Jedberg111. That's J-E-D-B-E-R-G-111. As I look here at Katie's stuff, she is currently 209 in trophies. Uh, That's her level, obviously. Remember, they changed all that. A total of 735 trophies and nine platinums. Nine platinums. Now, hold on a second. Katie said, I thought she said she had 10 here, didn't she? Working on her 10th, which will be last Mm. of us part two. So, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, right at the top there is Last of Us Part 2. She has 16 of 51 trophies in Marvel's Avengers. Those are rookie numbers. Pump those up. Uh, Got the Platinum in Ghost of Tsushima working on Patapon 2. Got the Platinum in Shadow Colossus. Got the Platinum in The Order. Got the Platinum Platinum in Death Stranding. There's one you don't see enough of. There's one you don't see enough of, Blessing Eddie Oye Jr., uh, platinum in Marvel Spider-Man, Platinum in Horizon Zero Dawn, Platinum in he- Heavy Rain, another great Platinum. God, that driving section. Remember that, Bless? When you got your Platinum? I remember it. Got a was, that dif- was that difficult to, uh, like, it, as far as, like, getting the Platinum? in the Like, yeah. was there a trophy associated yeah, with getting that perfect? perfectly? And it was very annoying, and the windows were very small, I remember. Uh, I remember uh, I the, my, the one the one thing that in my mind that sticks out about Heavy Rain, every time I think about Heavy Rain, was the scene where he had to cut off his own finger. Spoilers for Heavy Rain. For some reason, that really stuck with me playing that I game in 2010 or whatever. It was harsh. Yeah. Uh, got a platinum in Hellblade. Got a platinum in God of War, as you said. And then, yeah, here you have all the Uncharted stacked up together waiting for that platinum run, including Lost Legacy. Very I'm nice. jealous of the God of War platinum because that okay. was a platinum that I, I, I wanted to get. 
but for I, f- I forget what happened. I think either another game came out or something happened to where like I just fell off, and then I try to boot it back up one day and fight the um the you know what what are they called the people with Valkyrie, the wings Valkyrie, that Valkyrie. Valkyries yeah I try to fight the Valkyries and I was like nope I'm out of practice I can't do this blessing let me tell you about the PS Plus collection available on your PlayStation Five right oh. now you can get in there you can get that God of War get in there get back to it take out them Valkyries come on. I'll just wait for God of War 2. Oh, Ragnarok. Okay. Ragnarok. Very impressive trophy list. I'm proud of you. I'm glad you're buying this uh, PlayStation 5. Uh, I'm happy you've committed. Blessing. Great. I'm happy you've committed to PlayStation 5 and PS. I love you, XOXO. Thank you for you joining too. me for another episode. Thanks for having me. I'm glad that I keep getting the invite to come back. You know what? It's you. You've been on a temporary prob- probationary period for a while, and I'm happy to say it'll only be another four episodes before you're a full-time member. Oh, uh, thank God. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, we have a post show to do. Patreon.com slash games. You can go there to catch it right now. Uh, usually, you can go there and watch the show live, but you couldn't do it because of embargoes. We apologize. Remember, you can ask us questions over there. You can just support us over there on Patreon.com slash games. However, if you have no bucks tossed our way, it's no big deal. You can get each and every episode of PSI Love You XOXO, usually on Tuesdays, 6 a.m., YouTube.com slash games, uh, Roostreet.com, and podcast services around the globe. For now... We got to go do this Patreon post show. But no, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. This PlayStation 5 was provided by PlayStation for review.